Hey, everybody. Welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a bonus episode of Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And today on the podcast, we are discussing warming up to you, the first in a series of bonus original... (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I don't know where that came from. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. The first in a series of bonus originals on the Hallmark Channel in May... If you like talking Hallmark, we'd like to invite you to join our exclusive Hallmark Facebook group, which is Girls Gone Hallmark. You can search it on Facebook or follow the link in our show notes. And if you're saying you talk about show notes all the time, but I don't understand, you can find them in the podcast app that you're listening on, or you can visit meganandwendy.com slash podcast. Yeah, it takes me a long time to write those show notes, guys, so... Yeah, and I had to write them last week, and so I had. I... <laughs> yeah, quick update, guys. I did not have COVID, but I did have the stomach flu. So uh, Megan for days, in and days. For, yeah, yeah. She yeah. went down fast. <laughs> I'm feeling better now. Thanks. When I um, do you have a synopsis of this movie? I sure do. Okay, warming up to you. A fitness expert must get a movie star into shape before shooting his next film. Starring Cindy Busby, Christopher Russell, Caitlin Stryker, and LaTanya Williams. Before we do news and notes specific to this movie, I have a Hallmark update. Ooh, give it to me. We have a new actor who has signed an exclusive deal with Hallmark. Oh, okay. is it just me or do these exclusive deals feel like Hallmark being like, ha ha, you can't have them to another network who shall not be named? Yes, I absolutely think that's what they're doing. Um, and we have Luke McFarlane. Luke Yay. McFarlane. Known for Girls Gone Hallmark favorite Taking a Shot at Love along with Christmas in My Heart, which was also from last year. Signing his own exclusive deal. Get it, Luke McFarland. Get it. We're going to leave a link in the show notes. I will send this to you of the many stars who have signed exclusive deals. So you can take a look at that. I, I want there to be more and more. I need a Tyler Hines exclusive deal. Yeah. You know? I know, but he's, I don't think he wants to go to GAC, but I do think he likes, ha- like he's in Letterkenny and I think he likes to be able to oh, so keep his options open. Can they not work outside of Hallmark if they have an exclusive deal? Yeah. That's what I believe that's what that word means. Oh. You guys. What? This dog. Oh. Hey, stop humping. Lay down. Oh, my God. Hold on. You're out. You're out of here. Go. Come on. Go. Let's talk to some news and notes about warming up to you. This film also went by a few earlier titles, including In Action and Love In Action, I personally like love in action better than warming up to you. I think it's like more playful and fun and, you know, supports like he's this action star. Yeah. I think warming up to you is kind of a terrible title. Yeah, uh, I agree. (laughs) Okay. You know, we discussed in our preview episode that Cindy Busby and Christopher Russell also starred alongside each other in Chasing Waterfalls. But did you know that this movie is a real real chasing waterfalls love story what do you mean Devin alexander who plays agent jared monroe was also in chasing waterfalls he plays the desk clerk in that movie christy will wolf 
was the director of Warming Up to You. She was the director and the EP of Chasing Waterfalls. Mm. Mm. She also directed Where Your Heart Belongs, which was a uh, Christopher Russell movie from earlier this year. That also starred Jared Monroe and LaTanya Williams, who are in this movie. It's a real family affair, I think. Indeed. I think Christy Will Wolf likes who she likes working with. And, Indeed. And there it is. Unless they're like knocking all these movies out at the same time, but I don't know. Hey, I really wanted to find the location of those little cabins. Oh, uh huh. Uh huh. It was very cute, but the, one of the reasons I wanted to find it, and there was very little information other than, you know, we know that this was filmed in Vancouver. The preview for next week's movie, A Tale of Love. Oh, okay. Or yeah. whatever. Romance to the Rescue. Whatever the dog movie. What's the dog movie this month? <laughs> there was one last month. There's one this month. I think it's A Tale of Love, right? It's the agility one. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it right it's now. It's one of the two. Anyway, the preview for that features, uh, I believe, this exact same set. Oh, really? But I couldn't find that information. And I did look. Hmm. Weird. It well, appears well, like this is the same location. We'll know for sure next week or whenever that movie comes Two weeks, out. yep. Okay. Uh, IMDb credits three writers for this movie, including the script writer W. Stewart. That's all they go by. Mm-hmm. Based on a story by Kevin... Sorry. Based on a story by Stephen Kent and Pamela Rice. Now, Kent and Rice don't have any other like story or writing credits at all on IMDb. I'm really, I would love to get like an insider's knowledge on like how that works exactly. How do you get credited? Like if I just say like, I have an idea about X, Y, and Z, then do I get that writing credit or story credit? Even though somebody else like writes the dialogue for it and the rest of it. Yeah. I've got no idea. I need, we need, we need somebody, we need to ask somebody. Did they sell their script? Did they say, here's, here's our story, make it a script? I don't know. I don't know. I need to know how that works. How much money did they make? I actually was trying to figure out, because I did notice that Kent and Rice were new, and I did some Googling. The problem is they don't have photos, and so I found another Stephen Kent who was a writer but in a completely different genre so it was impossible to know if it was the same person I would like to know more about the Kent and Rice writing team let me stop you there for just a second you know Megan loves TikTok guys I mean I like it too but Megan loves TikTok and have you seen that recent the recent audio where it says like it's a genre it's a genre you, know you mean it's a genre, yeah? <laughs> Not everybody fits in the bad bitch genre. Yeah, I, I have seen it a hundred times. So now every time I hear the word genre, I think about that. <laughs> Maybe we need to make some sort of... No, I can't mark. do it. I can't do it. No. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Guys, we're on TikTok at Megan and Wendy. So we are. If, if you want to see our videos... Join us over there. That's all I have for news and notes. I mean, other than like all the same stuff that you had already mentioned, this was filmed in Vancouver, British Columbia. It was filmed sometime around May 2021. So it's been in the can for a while now. The last comment I would like to make is we have talked about our campaign hashtag justice for Maddie in regards to Maddie Finocchio's long run as the bestie in these movies. LaTanya Williams, who plays best friend Sasha Jones, has been in four movies in 2022 alone. 
Oh, wow. Always Amore, A Second Chance at Love, and Where Your Heart Belongs, in addition to warming up to you. So I think we need a justice for LaTanya hashtag. I Give that so girl too. a lead role. For real. Are you ready for first impressions of this movie? Sure. Excuse wow. me, but was that a fat suit? <laughs> I would like to play a clip from our preview of May episode. You're telling me that Christopher Russell needs to get in shape for a film? <laughs> they don't have that much time for a transformation, so they got to start with him already hot. I, they need to put him in one of those, like, you know, Renee Zellberg. Highly suits. offensive fat suits. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's Those are the words I was looking for. Yes. Did Wendy call it or did Wendy call it? Is Wendy there a fat suit? There's a fat suit. Okay. It, it looks like a pregnancy belly fat suit, right? <sighs> I'm, I'm going to read you. Would you like to hear the tweet? Yes. Someone, I actually don't have the tweet that started it. They commented like, I can't with the wandering belly because the fat suit roams on Christopher Russell's body. Mm. And Christy Will Wolf, the writer, excuse me, the director of this movie says, I failed with the belly. We had a whole suit made, but it was too big and unrealistic for the weight he could lose in that amount of time. So we went with someone else. Yikes. I mean, could I do an entire episode on why you should never use a fat suit? How horribly offensive this is. I don't need to because I got more coming. What's your first impression of this movie? <laughs> uh, by far the best Cindy Busby movie I've seen. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> and guys, there's only been two. So <laughs> no, 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 no. Hearts down under? The one and... Chasing Waterfalls. That's two. This is the third. So okay, this is fine. the best fine, of fine, the fine, three fine, I've fine. seen. I, yes, this is three. Okay. To your point, when we talk about what we liked about this movie, there's a lot that I cannot forgive, but I will say I have many terrible things to say, but I found the dialogue witty and quippy. I agree. I shout out to screenwriter W. Stewart, who served up some very funny lines, plus a ton of pop culture, like Easter eggs sprinkled throughout, which I really enjoyed. Yes, that is my next point. I loved the Bridgerton, the Reggie John Page, the Outlander reference. Christy Will Wolf loves some sexy TV. Or screenwriter <laughs> loves some sexy TV. Because if you've seen Bridgerton season one, who boy, is that not Hallmark appropriate? I don't, that's not for me. It's not, it it's is sexy, super holy sexy. Holy moly. Yes. I loved LaTanya Williams as Sasha and Devin Alexander as Jared. And I, you know what? I'd really like to see those two in a starring movie, like starring opposite of each other yes. in a movie. I enjoyed yes. their chemistry. And there's just something about Devin Alexander that I find very interesting to watch. Like, he's like dry in his delivery, but funny at the same time. Oh, 100%. When he comes in and tells them to stop their offer them dancing, I love him. Yes. Yes. I, yes. I, I He's, like a mm -hmm. He's a delight. He's a delight. Lots of funny lines. Um, Kate, as Cindy Busby calls Rick Steele a celebrity mansplainer, which I thought was hilarious. Mm -hmm. And when Rick's, Rick tells Jared to light a match as he comes out of the bathroom. I mean, who does not love 12-year-old boy humor? Who doesn't love it? I do. Me too. I do. I do. Um, I like the character Minnie. She's played by Dolores Drake. I thought she was yes. adorable and fun to watch. I just liked how she fangirled over Rick. And then she was 
you know, the counter to Cindy Busby because her friend Sasha couldn't be like in the workouts all the time. You know, mm-hmm. it was, you know, so it was it was good. Good character placement there or whatever. Indeed. There was so much potential here. I agree this is the best Cindy Busby we've ever seen. I wanted to like it. I wanted to like it so much. But I'm going to need to do a lot of shouting. Okay, I have some shouting too. And let me start with this first. Okay, it's a tweet. And it's from, and this is their handle, at L-U-L-Z-Y. Zero underscore zero. Guys, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Lulzy, okay. Yeah, Lulzy. Um, she or he tweeted, watching a new Hallmark Channel movie where the female lead is a fitness trainer who fat shames and food monitors everyone around her. And you can tell they're trying to paint her as, quote, caring for people around her and, quote, trying to help the best they can be. And then it has like a barf emoji. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the fat shaming and the food monitoring. Did it make you uncomfortable? Okay, I will read you exactly what I wrote. I cannot look past the extreme fat shaming at the heart of this movie. Is it a real thing for actors to deal with? Yes, there's a story to tell here about the possibly unrealistic expectations that we hold celebrities to. Did it need to be a broader message of put the pizza down, fatty? No, it did not. Mm. Okay, so question. Would Hallmark have made this movie if the it was a female who needed to lose weight for a role and then hired a male trainer? I mean, is that how they're justifying it? Because they can joke about his dad bod, maybe. Yeah. It's still her message. Cindy Busby's character, Kate's message, as that tweeter said, is so aggressive as they said, fat shaming and food monitoring. Mm-hmm. I tweeted last night, but a nutritious diet is not simply green smoothies and roasted cauliflower. Eat the damn vegan s'more, my gosh. Right. Right. Also, also, a fitness camp for kids is Fat Camp 2.0. And holy fat phobia, Batman, I cannot with this movie. How did this get made? I don't know. There are some weird and bad Mm storylines like the messaging is real bad Mm -hmm. um i hear you i I, and as a viewer i was like why didn't they instead like make rick's goal different like let's say he instead of like needed to lose weight for a role how about like learning some specialized like sport or training like yes what if what if kate's like an expert in mma or a yogurt yogurt (laughs) yoga expert (laughs) or something like they could have still like illustrated the journey like rick had to go through without being a weight loss journey yes and they could have been like oh the studio wants me ripped eye roll right like they could have we get that there's this expectation that celebrities look like this all the time but that was not the story that they were telling right 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 and and to your note for the you know, kids fat camp or whatever. This is how they could have spun it. 
so her parents die of cancer, right? And mm-hmm. she says like she meets like some girl or something or other. How about make a camp for kids whose parents are going through like a cancer treatment? Yes. You know, make a or camp. Anything? Yes, yes, yes. Anything, anything. Yeah, it doesn't have to be like this hyper focus. Like kids need to be healthy because the messaging with that that I had a problem with as a cancer survivor is made me feel guilty. Like Cindy Busby's. Kate's parents didn't take care of themselves and therefore got cancer and died. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's a There's problem not there. always this straight correlation between one, you know, A and B, especially with a disease like cancer. Yes, and they could have used her love of fitness in the camp. Like, you know, I found being active to be great for my mental health and to be a great Mm -hmm. distraction. And so these kids are coming to camp and they get to connect with other kids that are going through it. And we have fun. You know, we do sports and we do relays and whatever it is as part of it, but not as you need to be fit. Fit is a terrible word to use for children. Mm hmm. Agree. Agree. Um, I wish, and this is like just such a side note, but so instead of Rick, the excuse was that he put all this weight on because he went through a breakup, right? Yeah. It it would have been funnier if he was like, yeah, that pandemic, you know? Yes. Because he's an actor who would have been like out of work because the pandemic like closed things down for a while. And he could just been like, yeah, like everybody else who put on 20 pounds, you know? Like humanize him a little bit in, in like reality of what our world is going through, but still make it funny. It doesn't have to be like, because his ex-girlfriend thing was such a like throwaway storyline that did not even need to exist. I am so with you on that. And the big thing that I wished for in this movie was for better pacing because I felt like we almost had two movies. We had the first half where the training takes place and we kind of come to a resolution at the halfway point. Mm-hmm. And then we have the second half of the movie where we have Kate trying to launch a camp. Kate and Rick are exploring their feelings for each other. Rick X returns. There's drama there. She leaves again. Then we have Sasha and Jared exploring their relationship. There's too much happening. And I 100% agree that one of the things we could have eliminated was the return of Rick's ex. It was not necessary to the story. Mm -hmm. Well, I thought the movie was pretty slow because, like you said, the bulk of it relied on like Rick's fitness journey, right? Mm -hmm. And it had to be slow because it couldn't have just happened overnight. Like we all realize, like if you were trying to get in shape, it doesn't happen immediately. Mm-hmm. But like you said, like that comes to like a conclusion like at the halfway point. And then we have like these other weird, like, you know, hanging storylines that really maybe didn't like support the other one. Yes. Agree. It has me like feeling all over the place because I like, I like some of it and then yes. I hated some of it. Yes. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I wanted to like it. I am rooting for Cindy Busby and this is not her fault. There is, I don't, she did the best with the material she was given. And I think had the messaging been different, I would have rated this movie entirely different. Okay, so speaking of body shaming, I also wanted to share an IMDb review. Oh, I saw it. Go ahead. It it says, who thought making Cindy wear spandex and ugly ones was a good idea? Her figure did not look good in them. And what I would like to say is STFU. Like, shut. don't go on to 
IMDb to review a movie and then criticize the way somebody looked and something that they were wearing. Like, what? Yeah, she looks great, first of all. And second of all, I was thinking as I was watching, like, how great to just spend the entire movie in workout clothes. Like, I know. And <laughs> you don't have to so, wear those Candace Cameron heels all week long. Right. I read this uh, review prior to watching the movie, and then I saw the movie, and I was like, I would kill for her little stacked booty. She looked great. So She does look great. Shut up. And I'm sure it was a dude that wrote it. You know, honestly, the fat phobia is so pervasive. I would not be surprised if it was a woman. True. Uh, this women is true. Are just as guilty. They, we You're just right. are. Are you ready for did you see that? Okay, sure. The entry of Santa Monica Jim. <laughs> could, could it be less Santa Monica? It's like looking out over the mountains. It has this huge wide expansive driveway there's no space there is no space for that there's no freaking mountain yes there are santa monica mountains that's not where this is it, i was just like could could we have put a green screen of like an ugly cityscape behind there because that's what you're going to get across the street from an actual gym in santa monica yeah i thought it was weird it was very lodgy i was like mm, yeah bad. it was very vancouver <laughs> And which I like Vancouver, but it didn't read Santa Monica. Okay, the sticker chart that Kate makes for Rick. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Why is it hanging in Kate's room, first of all? It should be, it's it's beneficial to Rick to see his progress, right? Oh, yeah. But the Good huge point. thumbs up stickers, <laughs> it made me LOL. It was so bad. Yeah, they were really bad. Why were they so big? Why is it like a poster and not an eight and a half? by 11 sheet of printer paper he's not a preschooler i don't know i don't know it was weird okay roasting cauliflower oh my gosh first of all can you will it actually cook if you put it on a skewer and put it over fire like that will it get like to be that roasted yummy cauliflower that I Probably enjoy. eventually, but it's not going <laughs> to toast like a marshmallow. I mean, you're going to sit there for 15 minutes roasting your damn cauliflower. So I like roasted cauliflower. I like roasted vegetables. I think they're a delicious food. They're not freaking dessert. No, that was weird. Like, enjoy the vegan. I mean, aren't marshmallows vegan anyway? No, they're not because they have gelatin in them. But here's here. Here is my big complaint. Vegan doesn't mean healthy. Mm -hmm. Like, that's like saying like gluten free is healthier for you. No, it's not. It is a removal of a product that you may have a personal objection to or intolerance for. But the fact that something is sugar free or gluten free or plant based doesn't necessarily make it immediately healthier for you. Mm -hmm. Like more is a perfectly fine dessert as long as you're not eating 30 s'mores as your entire <laughs> diet for the entire day. Yeah, but she was not going to allow that to happen, you know? No, she wasn't. But it, this messaging is super dangerous. Like, don't ever, you're at a party, don't indulge, bring your own cauliflower and spices to roast over the, I would, yeah. no, I would walk yeah. into the sea if you handed me cauliflower <laughs> to roast while everybody else is having a s'more. No. Speaking of the sea, did you see their head-to-toe wetsuits plus gloves when they were like, freezing. it I had did. to have been freezing cold they must have been in dry suits i don't know what that is it's a suit that doesn't let the water through oh 
how's that different than a wetsuit? Because a wetsuit is water permeable. It just warms it up against your body. A dry suit is you're dry on the inside. Who knew? Yeah. I mean, if they were filming this in May of last year, yeah, it had to be freezing. Well, and if they're somewhere in Canada in some lake with icy mountain runoff, I would imagine it's quite cold. (laughs) Why couldn't they have just like did a different exercise? I kind of liked the water scenes, although they did that paddleboard and they're kind of floating in the water. And as far as I could tell, they had one paddleboard that Rick gets on. And then all of a sudden they're both on a paddleboard. I was like, where was the other one? Second of all, they were in the middle of this lake or wherever they were. How did they get out there? Because they're she's like teaching him how to paddle. How'd you get out away from the shore? <laughs> Did you? I, okay, I'm nitpicking here. I know, I know. Do um, you know the the best 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 part of this movie was the terrible dancing? Oh no, but I do have that cringeworthy dancing, and it was entirely too long. Uh huh. I'm so glad they had Devin Alexander's character call it out. Nora Nether regions. I okay so I read about it but I never caught it when I watched it so that's the character name that Rick's ex is given in the movie that they are going to star in together Uh, Nora and regions it's like the hallmark appropriate pussy galore oh Jesus Christ 100% yes okay I get it now yes thank you for putting it all together for me now it's funny. funny yeah it made me laugh are you ready to rate this movie I am I'm ready Okay, I want you to go first. Oh, one star. Really? I can't. I can't. The, it is, honestly, I think it's, um, what's the word? What Irresponsible. Okay. I gave it three stars. <laughs> if I were to remove everything I'm mad about, I would be a three-star movie for me, too. But I cannot. I, nope. Can't do it. I'm so sorry. I I mean uh, I I hear you. I just I hear think- you too. I get. Okay. I do understand where you're coming from. I'm I was just real mad. I mean, oh. I have like all caps in my notes. I was like tap 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 like on my computer last night as I was taking notes. Oh my gosh. Well, that was interesting. Well, you know, next week is Road Trip Romance, where we're going to be equally angry because it's going to be green, green city. Uh, I'm not looking forward to it. I did think the preview was kind of cute. Really? Yeah. No, I'm no. No, I can't get excited for it. I'm sorry. Well, we shall see. Am I going to come back and rage against the writers of this movie? (laughs) What horribly offensive take are they going to have in this movie? We shall find out. If you love this podcast, we love you too. We would love your five-star ratings and review. You can leave them in the Apple Podcasts app. Until then, happy watching. Have a great weekend, everybody. Goodbye. Bye.